Have you ever had an idea about a community or personal project you wanted to start? Or a business idea that keeps echoing inside of your head? Or maybe a creative alternative skill that you can picture yourself learning? Well, that is what this podcast is about. Those wild and not so crazy ideas that you have in your head that you would love to experience in life. On today's podcast, we will speak with Ms. Leah R. about her wild idea to start a nail business in just 30 days. Stay tuned to see what she has learned from jumping in and getting started on her wild, not-so-crazy idea and three actions she thinks you should take to get started on your next wild and not-so-crazy idea. Welcome to Wild Crazy Ideas. It's nice to have you here today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm glad you were able to make it. This morning, we are going to be talking about you and your wild, crazy ideas. And for those that don't know what wild, crazy ideas are, they are the thoughts and ideas that come to your mind in passing, those things you think you can never get done, or maybe it's too out there, or maybe it's just not something you see being realistic, whether it's a DIY project that you might want to try, or maybe just a little art installation you'd like to create for your home. They might seem wild, they might seem crazy, they might seem something you can't do, but you never know. Put a little effort into it or maybe just start and try and you'll be able to get it done. So first of all, Leah, tell us a bit about yourself, not your wild, crazy idea as yet, but just a little about yourself so we can get to know you. Okay, awesome. So my name is Leah. My social media is at Miss Leah R. It's on everything. I am an event planner by day and a press-on nail tech by night. Um, I love dance, so I love step. If anyone knows what that is, you think pump the yard, yeah. one of my favorite things to do. And I think I'm overall just outgoing person. Thanks for telling us um, about yourself. It's you know nice to get to know you a little bit beyond what your wild crazy idea is. Um, so uh, first of all, um, if you can just share with me something that makes you smile like throughout the day oh something that makes me smile sunlight (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) sunlight definitely makes me smile I think um music music and dance so I whenever I'm feeling you know down or whatnot I just try to think of listen to some upbeat music Mm -hmm. whenever I am on stage as you noted I love dancing when I'm on stage it makes me feel you know, more energized and happy. And it doesn't even have to be dance when I'm on stage. It could be public speaking or hosting, but being able to vibe out with a crowd. I think this shows that I'm an extrovert, (laughs) really gives me energy and gets me excited. So I think sunlight, if you're just thinking something natural Mm -hmm. or, you know, being able to connect with people, especially when I'm on stage. Okay, that's great. I can see how when your smile started to bubble open, talking about all these things that you love. That's awesome. Um, so tell us about your wild, crazy idea. Okay. So my wild, crazy idea was to start a press-on nails business. I never thought that I'd be an entrepreneur, to be honest. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about me that made me think, I am going to start my business. I know I'm a great worker. I'm hardworking. And I just mm-hmm. love to support others in their ideas. Mm-hmm. So I never thought I'd be an entrepreneur. But 
I started off with just wanting to do my own nails because I loved getting dolled up for birthdays or special occasions and having a nice set of nails. But it can get expensive, especially when you're a student. So I just didn't want to spend that kind of money when I was younger. So I thought, you know, let me try to do this myself. Mm -hmm. So I started to try doing acrylics. I started trying to do poly gels, painting my own nails. And all of this ultimately led me to understanding that I liked nail art. Mm -hmm. I liked being able to do this myself, but there was still some struggles when it came to like doing acrylics and other things because acrylics can be smelly, polygels can be kind of messy. Um, but then over time, I realized press-ons was an amazing alternative. It takes less time. You don't have to sculpt the nail, um, mm -hmm. but you still get a great shape and it's easier to take off. So I started to dabble in that, making press-ons first for myself. And then everyone kept saying, you know, Leah, that looks so great. Leah, that looks good. I can't wait for you to do my nails. And my family and my friends were so supportive in feeding the idea to me that I could be an entrepreneur. So I was like, you know what? We're in a pandemic. People can't go into nail salons. Let me try this out. So I just grabbed a bunch of uh, supplies and was like, put it out there. Just in one month, I was like, put it out there, put it on Instagram, see yes. who orders. Worst case, I have a bunch of supplies I can use for myself. Right? So nothing yeah. goes to waste, right? Exactly. And that's amazing that the people around you were the ones to kind of show you that, hey, you can do this. Hey, try this. And you're there like doubting yourself. And they're just like, come on, like you can do it. Hey, push, push, push. So it's great exactly. that you have those people in your life that are able to show you that. But I'm sure there are other times when um, people are saying these things and you're thinking, oh, I, I can't do it. No, I can't. I can't. Yeah. And you can't see that light in yourself, but it's there. And it's nice that you're able to um, have that reflected in the people that are around you. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, can you tell me about maybe some challenges that you faced when it came to opening this um, business? Yeah, I think the biggest thing about starting a business or the big challenge for me is promotion. So of course, you know, Instagram and social media makes it so much easier to start because, you know, you're so used to that platform already. You know how to post pictures. Mm -hmm. So starting to promote is not as hard, but being able to reach a wide audience is I have a personal Instagram and then I have my uh, nail page Instagram and being able to gain followers without like putting monetary promotion behind it is gets kind of hard. I think the best thing that I have is friends and family because they will share, they will follow and I've been able to get a great audience from those people but being able to get outside of my my circle to that second degree, third degree connection I think is the most challenging part. So what have you found on Instagram that works? I think that something that works on Instagram is reels. Mm -hmm. I find that being able to see how you're able to get out there and see how many people view what you're doing. However, that doesn't always convert to a client. Yes. So I have a post that has 4,000 views. I'm so excited reposting it, letting everyone know I got 4,000 views. Mm -hmm. But it's not that any of those people that <laughs> have watched it are now customers right? So that is one thing with Instagram, you might get people to see it, but converting that to a sale is not as easy. So I think it's great for having something to show your work, but it's not always just going to be posts and you can automatically get a customer. Okay. And what is it that, is that what one of the major challenges you're trying to do? How do you convert views into customers? Definitely. I think um, 
I recently put out a giveaway hoping that it'll allow me to reach even more people that people will share it with people outside of my circle um, so that they can you know, get the product in hand if they win, see what it's like, and then be like, okay, you know what, this is something I could see myself using so that I'd want to purchase it. So being able to get product in hand is always important. Mm-hmm. The one thing about press on nails though, is that everyone's nails are different. Every, yeah. Everyone's nail sizes are different. So it's not as easy to just put out um, one size fits all and hope that people can try it. There is a little bit of customization that needs to happen there. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking now about how you can get around that, that um, problem. And yeah. I'm thinking like you reach out to a few people that you follow or that you know on Instagram and offer to send them something. For sure. And, you know, hopefully if you send them some product, because, you know, there's a lot of people doing this where they send free product and have people write something about it. So maybe look and seek out some people on Instagram, maybe YouTube sure. or people that have a large following or a similar or a following that would probably connect with your work and then, you know, send them some customized stuff and then see where it takes off. And then I love that idea. From there you can connect those views because you have additional views into um yeah into sales and that's like only one thing I can think of for sure and I love that that suggestion I think this Mm -hmm. is part of that that hurdle that mental hurdle of how busy do I want to get you know so that's it's kind of scary to think hey what if I do send this to somebody who is very popular and then they repost and all of a sudden I have a flood of um, requests I'm sorry to cut you off but I'm thinking like that is a big fear there's the fear of not succeeding, which most people like settle themselves into. They're like, okay, it might not work, so I won't start. Or, oh, like I'm getting a little bit of a following and I'm kind of comfortable here, but imagine what if, okay, what if all of a sudden it takes off and then it's yeah. a fear of what happens next? Yeah. Well, there's only one of me. <laughs> there's only one of you, but um, what would that do for you for if your business were to, just take off like that. You sent out a few samples thinking that uh, these, this isn't going to do anything. I'm, I'm good. And what happens? That takes yeah. off. I, it's a capacity thing for me, mm-hmm. right? Thinking, okay, I have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. It's, I, all my nail sets are custom made. So I get the design from you, finding out what you like, or I could do a freestyle if you, if you would like, making sure that it fits your specific size. And then I hand paint all of my nails. Right. Okay. So it's, a, it's about capacity. And positive note, how did it make you feel knowing that all of a sudden you went from, I don't know, maybe 10 orders a week to 50 orders a week? Like you overwhelmed, <laughs> but then overwhelmed, but then <laughs> but excited, excited. Right. And yeah. just think about what that can do for you. Mm, right. For sure. Like the possibilities are endless of how great this can be for you instead of how um, yeah. overwhelming it might be for you. So, yeah. It's definitely um, worth a shot trying yeah. to like get other people out there that can promote it who have larger followings. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely look into that. I appreciate that suggestion. How long have you been doing this personal business? Since February of this year of 2021. So in January, I decided I'm going to start posting my nails. So posting my nail designs and things that I've done, but that was really based on just the things I've done for myself. So I started to post and then of course, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm posting my nails, I'm posting designs. And why don't I think about what is something that I think is something that I can achieve in this Mm -hmm. market. So doing someone's nails in person, because I'm just a beginner, I was like, you know what, that might be a little bit stressful. 
starting out doing acrylics or or gels something that I don't have much practice on but because I love art I thought press-ons is the perfect way to get into this market because I can you know work on my nail designs at home I can send these to people so they don't have to sit and wait for me to complete them and then as I get better and faster I would be so much more comfortable doing people's uh, nails in person doing them on their natural nail or on um, tips that I can add to their nails so I started thinking, okay, let me see what is a manageable first entry into this market for me. And I thought press-ons was perfect based on the fact that we are in a pandemic and that I love doing nail art. So I started in February. I started, I posted in January. And then by end of January, I was like, I'm going to start press-ons. And by end of February, I launched. So it was very quick between literally January 1st and February 20th, I believe it was. And then I just put it out there. I was like, if I don't start, I am never going to start. I've ever been contemplating this for years, contemplating what can I do with nails. Mm -hmm. And I finally found a solution that I thought would be, that would work for me, Mm -hmm. that I could be successful in. And it was like, okay, now that I found something, I have no, no more excuses to not start. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Now that you've started, you've, you've started and, and you're there. So looking back at, um, I guess from February to now, is there anything you feel like you'd do differently? I think maybe which I kind of want to start doing is just pushing myself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I've started doing a bit more reels, trying to mm-hmm. think of, okay, what can I do to at least make sure I'm posting three times a week? Mm-hmm. Um, this giveaway that I just posted now, again, trying to get product in more people's hands and how I can increase promotion. So I think at the very beginning and for the past few months, I've been very reliant on my closer circles mm-hmm. to get this business, keep the business going. Mm-hmm. But I think now I need to really focus on getting to other people. So I think I started well in a sense of I put it out there. I made sure that I, you know, had a grand opening sale. I um, post videos of my clients and I have good feedback. I have instructions online on how to do things. So I think I started out pretty well for, you know, just two months being like, I'm going to start. I think I had a good framework, but I think now I really need to work on, okay, how do I expand my customer base and get myself out there more? I think it's more of, what do I need to do now? I don't think I really regret how I started. I just need to, like you said, not be complacent and just comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome, right? That it's like those mistakes or those little things you think you might have been bogged down on are kind of bringing you up more and you're learning from them. So you're right. Like there's sometimes there is nothing to regret unless you made some major purchase that you're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and felt that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I've been trying to keep costs low in sense of, purchasing what I need like so the great thing again about having customers let me know what design they want and I do it in the comfort of my home is I can purchase supplies based on those designs so if nobody wants neon green nails I'm not buying neon green nail polish (laughs) you know what I mean so I think trying to make sure to balance that so I'm not overwhelmed I think if I didn't have the support of my family and friends from the beginning I probably would not still be doing this though you know what I mean it's I can feel proud of what I've been doing. I can be proud of how I started because I had that support because they've allowed me to showcase my talent by ordering and by supporting me monetarily by purchasing. Nobody's asked me for family discount, friend discounts. They've all been straight up supportive from the very beginning. Um, So I think if they weren't supportive, this whole promotion piece that I'm lacking on would definitely have been a bigger hindrance at the beginning. So if I didn't have their support, I definitely would have had to start promoting way earlier I would have been on this already 
Do you feel like that might have been a fear of yours in the beginning that, oh, no one will support me like once my products? For sure. I definitely thought that even in the beginning, like the first, like every few weeks, every week, sorry, I would have an order at least, at least one or two. Mm -hmm. So at the first time I was like, oh, you know, people are just buying because I just started. Of course they're going to order. And then by next month, I don't know if they're going to want anything else, but nope, the orders kept rolling in every week as somebody's inquiring or ordering. And so I was like, okay, people actually want this. It's something that they see valuable um, and I'm obviously doing a good job if I'm getting repeat orders. So for sure, I, I definitely feared that it would start off okay and people would order at the beginning and then fall off and, <laughs> and be like, okay, great, I supported. Here's, you know, my order, I did it. Yeah, uh, but yeah. like I've done my two cents, you're on your own now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I did it, thanks, bye. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very grateful that they helped me get over that hurdle of feeling like people won't want this. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely. And I want to shout out to Princess Foundation because I think she's been my biggest supporter in a sense of pushing me to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. just by one, her hustle yeah. and how much she does on her own to promote women and promote their businesses. And she's always been somebody who is an entrepreneur and working hard that just by one, leading by example, it pushes me. And two, because she's literally supporting either by purchasing, promoting, or inviting me to networking opportunities like Ladies Night. Mm-hmm. it made me feel like okay I can definitely do this I have somebody that I can ask for advice or lean on or just if I need encouragement so I definitely want to just shout out her for everything she's done to, to really get me on this path all right princess foundation all right I'm coming at you next yes right. definitely I got you next all right well that's that's awesome um I'm like I don't know it fills me with butterflies just knowing that like you are in your element you've tried something and you want to continue doing it actually something that you love because I'm very sure nails compared to your marketing background or sorry like yes. where, where you're event. coming from right um and then you're just like I'm gonna do nails you're like yeah. what? <laughs> say what like really yeah really I'm going to try it out right yeah. okay well it's a little about the business I want to know about your art inspiration like for mm-hmm. your nails okay well, I think it really goes with the times. Um, if you remember like old school nails, it was always about like these sporadic lines coming from one corner of the nail to the top. Yeah. And everyone always had like red nail tip and then these sporadic lines. Yeah. And that was just what it was. And trust me, I love those. I When I first started doing nails, that was my go-to art, like trying to figure yeah. out how can I recreate what's popular in the market, mm-hmm. right? So I think trying to go along with the times and understanding, okay, people really loved curved tips right now. They love splotched nails. They love ombre so just really following up with the market by following different nail pages from across the world there's so many people in every country that have such great techniques or um, new designs that they're doing and trying so being able to stay on top of the trends I think is really important for me so that I can practice different designs so when I see something that I really love I save it put it in a a album so that I can go back and look at it later and say okay let me see how did they achieve this design how can I achieve this design because you don't always have to do it the exact way they did it it's the end result as long as you get to that result you Mm -hmm. find the way that works for you so I think making sure to stay on top of what's current really helps me decide what I'm going to paint and then of course my personal taste so if there's something I see that I think okay I like this so there's a good chance other people will something Mm -hmm. I would wear I might as well try to figure out how to do this Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of looking at what's out there and, you know, adapting it to my style and seeing what my customers ask for. Again, I do custom designs. So 
I'm open to whatever design my client brings to me. So if they're like, Leah, I want ombre, I'm like, okay, cool, what colors? If they're like, I want this very specific design with gold stripes or foils, again, I'm going to do it. As long as I have the materials and have the, the ability to do it, I will. And if it's something where I need a little time to practice, I will, and I'll figure it out and mm-hmm. send it out to them. I, I love getting orders from my clients because then they also show me what's popular, right? By them telling me what they want, it lets me see what does the market need. Yeah. So custom for important. me is really important. Yeah, it's important that you're listening to your customers. You're not just like, I like this. Yeah. My designs, this is what you have to choose from. I'm sorry. Exactly. I will go to the best of my ability. I've, I, if somebody tells me they want, you know, a whole portrait of their son on their nails, that might take me <laughs> some time to figure <laughs> out. So that, that, that's a, my, for my skill, that's pushing it a little bit, but I will try mm-hmm. and I'll figure it out. But again, them sending me what they like, I can do if, if you're sending me what you want that means I know you're gonna be satisfied with yes. your results because you're designing this and you're telling me what you'd like again I am so open to freestyle and do my own thing because again it allows me to be creative and add my own flair to the nail um, exactly so I'm definitely down to freestyle a set for anybody that they'd like or do a previous design but I am so open to everyone else's ideas and feedback so that again I can give the customer exactly what they're looking for Okay. All right. Well, that's nice to hear. This is your part-time hustle. This is your side, your side hustle. So how many hours a week would you say that you spend doing this? That's good. How many hours? I would say maybe 10, Mm -hmm. 10 hours, probably per week on average. Mm -hmm. Um, So not too much, but like, Obviously, that's not including me maybe posting on social media or just like reviewing Mm -hmm. different designs out there. That's more of like painting, packaging, delivering Mm -hmm. is that 10 hours. And then any kind of free time I have outside of that is when I'm like looking up new designs and figuring out, okay, is there any new supplies I need to have? But I think 10 is a a good average per week that I spend on this. Okay, so I'm going to break that down for a week. So if you're doing this 10 hours a week, Monday to Friday, this is basically a two-hour-a-day hustle. Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Depend- and again, it really depends on how many orders you're getting, right? If so if yeah. you're getting 50 hour- uh, orders a week, you're definitely going to spend your entire weekend yeah. <laughs> doing this stuff. Yeah, but, but yeah, so it, it also depends on how many orders are coming in. So some weeks, if I don't have many orders, it's a little more chill. I'm more about looking at inventory and seeing what I might need. Mm-hmm. But if it's a, a heavy orders week, like when I've done bridal parties, then it's like, yeah. okay, every day I'm painting a couple nails at least. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just having another idea um, popping up to me because you said that you do bridal parties. Yes. If you geared yourself more towards bridal parties that happen in a hot season from May to October, yeah. you can be doing most of your revenue in your work from May to October. So maybe just niche down to instead of everybody to a specific niche market, I think that'll be a win for you. And you know that you will be hella busy leading up to that season and probably tapering off in September because you already know what orders you're going to be making for October. And then your rest season yeah. will be like a bear and you can go into hibernation <laughs> for winter time and then pop up again in summer when you know you have a lot of orders. So maybe that's something we can talk about a little later. Maybe it's something you can spend, 
you know, 30 minutes a day, just writing down a bunch of ideas. But that word bridal party there, that is, that's a key market right there. And I think if you niche down to bridal parties, so how many bridal parties have you done this year? Yeah. So this summer I did two. Okay. Um, And I did a full set for one. So which means they got every set of nail, every size. That way they didn't have to worry about sending me their size and they could just on site because it was a, a destination wedding. Yes. So therefore they weren't all able to come here because they weren't all from Toronto or Canada, right? So they were able to get a full set, 20 or plus nails that they can size on their own once they get to their destination for the wedding, mm-hmm. apply the day or day before of the mm-hmm. wedding and good to go. Another one was local. And this one, again, did sets for everyone. This one, I was able to get everyone's sizes. So they mm-hmm. just got the 10 sets that they needed. And like you said, for both of these, I worked on making them similar to each other. For the destination wedding, they literally mm-hmm. all got the same design, but mm-hmm. different colors. So one got um, a white version, another one got a silver. Mm-hmm. And then for the other one, it was more of a pink ombre, but everyone's was a little bit different. So some people wanted some gems, some people wanted um, pixie mm-hmm. a dust on theirs. So it was nice to see everyone's variation style, but having yeah. them look similar enough that, you know, again, you remember that you are part of this team, this bridal party working together. So it's been great to kind of see everyone's tastes and what they like and like you said that will definitely help me and how to promote my bridal sets later and I've created reels and made sure to post about it so people can realize that this is an option not everyone likes getting their nails done Mm -hmm. and so this allows you to have those people who love getting their nails done and people who are just wanting to get fancy for the bridal party to get their their sets but also everyone looks great in their photos yeah because there's always a such thing as girls night out right like there's always girls getting together to do something yeah and this is a very easy way for you to batch your art doing it all in in batches and getting a lot of it done because if you know that they're all going to have this line it's kind of like setting up an assembly line i'm going to do this line this line this line this line next exactly literally um, how I did it I did all the base color the bases yeah. first all then the base color then yeah. I did like the top coat then yeah. the design lines and then you know cured I want to see that I want to definitely... see a reel of that or a TikTok or something yeah. you just doing a batch set and then go, go, you go. know speed it up a bit so we can all yeah. see what it looks like <laughs> and that would be awesome and I think if you start getting more orders like that and you just post on videos like that two times a week, depending on how your orders are coming in or how what you're working on. And that will also gain attention on social media or TikTok. I like a lot of videos yeah. like that on TikTok work really well. So I am a customer. I yeah. come to your website and uh, is it a website that we contact? As of right now, it's over Instagram. So on Instagram, I have highlights that show you how to size, what the pricing is. Um, how to add the nail, how to remove the nail, tips on keeping and caring for it. And then obviously my work was on there. Okay, so Um, if I wanted to make a purchase, what's the first thing I do? Oh my gosh, I love these nails. (laughs) I gotta try it. I'm gonna buy it. Um, What do I do? First thing to do is you can reach out to me. Let me know um, that you're thinking of a design. Mm -hmm. Then I will need your nail size. So again, my highlight reel shows you how to get your nail size or you can order a sizing kit. Right. Um, size. So the three things I need in order for you to comp- uh, to make an order is the design you'd like. Mm-hmm. So you can send me screenshots or just explain it to me and then I can, you know, make sure that I understand what your vision is. Mm-hmm. So a design or freestyle. Mm-hmm. Second, your nail size. This is size kit or doing it manually through um, the instructions on my Instagram page. And then lastly, your shipping address. Or if you are in the GTA and you want to pick it up, we can arrange for that as well. Some kind of meetup. 
So those are the three things needed in order to quote you on what your price is for um, your nail set. Mm-hmm. Once I get your payment, that is when I will start the order because if everything is custom, if I don't have payment, then there's a chance that, you know, if you change your mind, I have this nail set that is custom made for your nail size mm-hmm. that I can't really sell to somebody else. So that yes. is why um, payment is important just to make sure that I can move forward. So yeah. those are the, the main steps in order to order. Give me your design, your nail size, shipping address, and then once all that's confirmed, payment. It's like commissioning work. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And then you ship it out. And where do you ship? Do you ship only in Canada? Only on Ontario? Nope. I have I have, I have international customers. Okay, I ship to the states and in Canada. Yeah. Um, of course, after that, if someone was interested somewhere else, I can look into it and figure mm-hmm. out you know what's worth it when it comes to shipping, um, timing, etc. But right now, Canada and states, I will ship to you. So just let me know what your address is, and I can quote you again based on you know distance. One question I'd like to ask you um, is what do you think are three actions that someone can take right now to just get started today? Three things I think people can do to get started is one, determine what your service is. So write it out, understand what you're going to be delivering, product or service. Um, That's number one. Two, price it out. Um, Figure out what is in the market. What are other people charging for it? Mm -hmm. What is the most accurate way you should charge based on your experience. So if it's something that you think, excuse me, if it is something that you think you have put in the work, you've done it for a long time and is worth premium, put that in there. If you think, you know, you're just starting and it's something that you think you need the experience, go ahead and price it accordingly. Third, put a way for people to reach you. So if that's Instagram, get that started, build it up, go ahead and put any information that you can. If you want to build a website, again, get that started. So making sure that you have one, understanding what your service is, what you can give to others, two, pricing it according to your experience or skill level. And lastly, putting out that communication, that way to promote your product to other people, whether that's social media or a website. Yeah. And I think um, those are three very important things, especially communication. (laughs) Um, is, I would say, your greatest lesson learned? One lesson. Hmm. I would say it's kind of, it's, it's all on you in a sense of you have to drive this forward. You have to, you know, put the time, the effort, the idea forward. Mm-hmm. So if you don't make that effort, you're never going to get there. You're never going to succeed or fail in this if you do not start, if you do not put that effort in, if you do not try to learn and promote yourself. Um, so I think for me, again, because I've, I've had people telling me, you know, Leah, your nails look great. I would, I would love for you to um, make a set for me, or I would love for you to do my nails. And constantly I just thought, uh, great, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate the compliments. Mm-hmm. But until I decided, okay, let me try you're never going to get there. Like people can support you verbally as much as you want, but if you don't actually start or if you don't put yourself out there, mm-hmm. then you'll never know. Um, and, you know, try to make it manageable, mm-hmm. right? So like I said, I bought inventory to make sure that it was manageable in a sense of if somehow this didn't work out, I had inventory that I could use myself. It's something that if I, <laughs> I have this huge box of, of buffers and nail files and things like that, that honestly, I would not be able to use by myself, but it's a very useful product. So let's say I didn't 
decided not to go forward, I could sell that, you know, sell that back, recruit some money. Mm -hmm. So you have, it's great to think of, okay, what happens if this doesn't go well? But Mm -hmm. as you said, when you asked me about sending out this to, you know, uh, somebody, an influencer or somebody who has um, a large following, Mm -hmm. what happens if it does go right? And that's why I started because it was like, okay, if this goes wrong, I have a ton of nail stuff that I can use for myself because I do like nail art right? The worst, whatever. I've, I've spent money on a hobby that I love. So what? That's great. <laughs> I can use this. But if it goes well, I've been able to find another source of income. I've been able to expand what I love to do and share it with others. And I have now become an entrepreneur that I never thought I could be, but I'm doing fine starting. So I think for me, again, just to kind of wrap up what that lesson is, mm-hmm. it is on you to start. It is on you to push this forward. At the beginning, when you're just starting out, you are your team. Find support, find resources, find information, but it is still you driving this forward and believe in yourself because you can do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> um, but that, that was awesome. Like, yeah, exactly. Everything you said. Um, all right. And where can my people, our people, find you? Well, you can find me on instagram at miss ms mm-hmm. underscore leah r l-e-a-h-r or i'm also on tiktok miss same ms underscore leah r l-e-a-h-r or you can follow my nail page because it of course is the main thing here nails by miss ms underscore leah r so all those things are connected there of course if you go to one you'll be able to find the other so hit me up check it out and DM me if you have any questions about press on nails or how to order, because I would love to send you a a set and be able to have you try it and understand how this can be a benefit to you. You know, when you feel good, when you look good, you feel good. And I think this is kind of part of it that nails is part of that whole um, setting, that whole package. All right. Great. Thanks for letting us know how to get a hold of you and about your business. And I wish you the best. And I know you're going to do so well. Like I'm sure this is just like the tip of the iceberg. And I will also put some of your information down below. So for those that want to look at your art or buy a set, try it out. I'm sure it will be worth it. You will love them. Um, You can just check out the information down below. And yeah, maybe we'll even catch up with you a little later in the future and see what your wild, crazy idea has gotten into. Or maybe (laughs) you might have sprung up another one. Who knows by then? Hey. Yeah, follow me and you'll find out. (laughs) Right? Follow her. Follow her, you guys. All right. Thank you so much, Nikki. I really appreciate it. I love the opportunity to speak about my business. So uh, this is helping me with that promotion that I need, that promotion I need to work yes. on. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. You are welcome. And thank you so much for actually sitting here with us and sharing all your heart and ideas and everything with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for watching this video. I hope you enjoyed it and that I had a lot of good information and tidbits for you. If you want to get notified when I post another episode, please just subscribe and show your support. Um, Yep, it was fun. See you on the next video.